0: It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast.
1: Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with uh, Brady Beaton and Oscar the Grouch. Because it's a Monday.
2: Yeah, it's been a feisty Monday. We spent a lot of time actually before we started recording. Well, because now we're starting to get some dates. The, the hockey drawings are out. And we're looking because it's, there's only two of us, and come tournament time, we're going to have to, unfortunately, there's going to be some games that normally would be a slam dunk for us to go to. that might not be a slam dunk for us to go to because we're going to have to pick between three tough games.
1: Uh, and I, it's only going to be one date. Yeah, it's, right, as of right now. Yeah, it's only going to be one date. You'll get over it. They'll get over it. Everybody will be fine. See, he's grouchy. Everybody will be fine. Yes, I know. Cuz you worry about things that don't need to be worried about. Got important things. Plus the fact that it's still a couple weeks away and something else will happen between now and then that'll change everything that we plan. Probably. Cuz that's the way this school season has gone. As long as we don't write down a schedule,
2: I think we're good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's when everything just blows up so uh we'll uh we'll talk we, we saw um a big basketball game actually a couple of big basketball games because I saw a big basketball yes. game on Friday for the girls mm-hmm. that didn't go the way I thought it would go no
2: and I saw a nice win on the road on Friday and then I saw a really nice win at home on Saturday
1: a comeback win yes and I saw two really exciting hockey games on Saturday. Lots of go- just the way I like it. Just yeah, the way I like you're it. Not I a six, a, you're not a 6 5 game guy. and a 7 5 game. That was a 6 5 game in the last minute. Yeah,
2: well, you grew up in the era of NHL games being 6 to 4 every game. Yeah, day.
1: I saw three hat tricks on Saturday in two games. I saw two players, one in each game, get six points, and another kid got five. I I had fun. You I did. had fun at the rink. Not a good day for goalies, but I had fun at the rink. So the goalies are uh, head cases anyway. Well, we'll yeah. Just ask your dad. Look look how he raised you. <laughs> well, let's get it all rolling. Uh, Brady is gyrating at the seams. He wants to tell you about the Crosley's game, so we'll do that first when we come back. open eight to six weekdays nine to three on saturdays michael's your dealer for the people
4: start strengthening your finances transfer your loan to advia and we'll cut your rate in half plus make zero payments for 90 days members who transfer save an average of thirty four hundred dollars for stronger savings visit adviacu.org advia credit union real advantages for real people
1: 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to
0: getstuckonsports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: And you're back with Dennis and Brady on a Monday, and we are just going at it. So it's gonna be fun today. Well, you're feisty. I am Monday, and you're you're Uh, angry at existing. Yes. It's it's that that's fairly accurate. That might be the most accurate thing you've said on this program since we began it way back whenever we began it in September. August Was it August? Anyway, I think it was September. It. Anywho.
2: Um, so we'll start with the CrosLex game because they had a classic against Linden. By the way, three games for me last week ended in a
1: single digits. I don't, think, I, I don't think you can say I have a blowout curse, considering... You have a blowout curse. And the one game... When we, we, one week is an anomaly compared to an entire season of blah. Plus the fact that just on average, that one Croslex game you did <laughs> will throw your average off for months. You'll spend months <laughs> trying to recover from a 72-point game. You're not wrong. But anyway,
2: it was a five-point game on Saturday when Croslex beat Linden, um, in this game, I mean, Croslex got off to a hot start. I want to say they were up, like, eight points in the first quarter. They were up, I think, like f- like 13 or 15 to, like, six. And then Blake Lund for Linden, who is a Mr. Basketball candidate, hit three threes to end the quarter after being quiet for the first, like, five minutes. And they were, like, step back, hand in the face threes. And then Linden just kept it rolling, held Croslex to six points in a quarter. In the second, to take a five-point lead into the break, and then throughout the third quarter, they just like kept keeping them an arm's length away. Like lex would hit a three, Linden would make a bucket, get a stop, and then make another bucket to like just you know slowly extend it. And there was one point in the third quarter. I want to say with like two minutes left, they were up ten. They had a wide open. Linden had a wide open look from three, missed it. Got the offensive rebound, kicked it out, had another open look, and missed again. And I remember saying, that feels like a big miss. And then eventually, with like, I don't know, 20 seconds left, Croslex makes a bucket to bring it in within, I think, nine going into the final quarter. And you're like, all right, this is, they needed that bucket. And then they turned it on. I mean, Tyler Johnson started to explode. Hunter Soper in the first half. I mean, people want to talk about how Tyler Johnson finished that game. Hunter Soper kept them in that game for the first, from quarters two through three. Like, he was a very calming presence um, because they only had five different players score on Saturday, which is very unusual. Um, But Tyler Johnson explodes, and they just start hitting threes, getting stops. And Lyndon, I think, only had. Six or seven guys that played, and you could tell they were worn down. Blake Lund scored four points in the second half. Croslex was slowly climbing back, and you felt like in that fourth quarter when they got it to within five, got it to within three, if they could climb all the way back, they would win. And eventually they did. Tyler Johnson hit a three to to take the lead. Then he got fouled on a three and drained all three free throws. Um, But the play of the game was still up one, Lance Campbell takes a timeout, draws up an inbound play that leads to a Hunter Soper and one dunk. The place just – the roof blew off the gym. It was awesome, and Soper makes the free throw to make it a four-point game and to essentially uh, seal the game.
1: What you said about Lund, that's the same thing that happened when they played Carlton a couple uh, weekends back and the Volts kid. Mm -hmm. Twelve at halftime, four points in the second half. It's because And Carlton was kind of the same way. They only played six or seven kids. And you could tell that they ran out of gas in the second half, and that's when Crosslex buried him. Crosslex is in really good shape. Trey Kolakovich didn't score. He was in foul trouble from
2: the beginning, and he did a good job. I mean, he didn't score, but he – they Linden, for only playing six or seven guys, gets up in your face and presses you. They put pressure on you. but I mean – they outscored Linden twenty to six in the fourth quarter, one by five, and that was a statement win. Now, with that said, that was a huge win in the state for CrossEx, and now they're starting to get a little love. But now you have to understand this: now that you won this game, you're not the plucky underdog anymore. You're put in the Super Ten in the free press. The D-Zone's putting you in the top 25 in the state. Now you have those expectations. Now people are starting to know what your name is. You beat a team by 72. Then you beat a top 50 team in the state on a comeback win. Now you're not going to surprise anyone from around the state. Because guess what? Now Goodrich is looking over and going, all right, Croslex is the one to beat. People in your region are circling you. This is—you're no longer a surprise team. You're—you—you've earned the right to be talked as a big boy in the state. Now you have to be able to shoulder the expectations
1: and the pressure that comes with being a top-tier team. I still think they're going to play with a chip on their shoulder, and I still think that um, that—I th- th- mean—they'll be all right. They'll be all right. They're, they're, they'll be all right. Um, again, I'm just throwing this out here. Where, where, like I've been less on the hype train of mm. this is an automatic thing that's going to happen. Winning a state championship is a difficult thing. Oh yeah, especially and, in basketball. And Crosslex is one of about what thirty teams in the state that thinks they can win one right now, and only one team wins it. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd say in in a division. There's yeah, probably, well, I'm, yeah. I'm being you know whatever. Okay, so four teams win it. Right that leaves a lot of teams that think they can win it disappointed. It's a hard thing to do. Do they have the pieces to do it? Are they good enough to do it? Absolutely. Will they do it? Nothing's a sure thing. I don't think anything's guaranteed. There there's hard even work.
2: In, listen, as uh, much yeah. as I love this Croslex team, I'm not gifting them the district. This is one of the toughest districts I've seen. I mean, Dennis, I mean, you've been doing this a lot longer. Armada, made of Marysville and Crosslex in the same district. You would kind of pencil those teams in as district championships in a normal year, right?
1: Well, yeah, if they're in different districts, they all are district champs, but there yeah. can only be one district champ, and I think Crosslex is the best team in the group. Um and and again, it's a one-game elimination, so for one night somebody might rise up to the occasion, but I put it this way, I'd be surprised if Crosslex doesn't win the district. I would consider it an upset yes. if Crosslex doesn't win. The district, but you wouldn't. But once be, you get to regionals, they have to
2: play probably Goodrich or Flint Powers, I think.
1: And sometimes your regional is tougher than your next game is tougher than your quarterfinal game. No, I think
2: there's going to be a big roadblock if Croslex wins the.
1: I'm going to try to find this real quick. So but, anyway, my point is, is there's a lot of work to do. They're good enough to do the work, but now you got to yes, go. You got to go and do Saturday it.
2: Saturday was a nice win for, to get some attention around the state, kind of a, as weird as it to say, a coming out party for Crosslex statewide. Because people notice you, you came back and beat a good Linden team who has one of the best basketball players in the state. However, doesn't mean a lot if you don't win a district, a regional title. You will be remembered, because if you lose in districts, if you get upset by our mate, or you get upset by Marysville
1: in the district, who really re- will remember this Linden game? And, and here's, here's the other thing that unfortunately we have to bring up because of the times that we're in, but it's a COVID year, so who knows? Yeah. you who never. Knows? Hopefully nothing like that happens. By the way,
2: the, the regional semifinal game that the winner of the Yale District would match up with, Flint-Hamity, Flint-Powers, Goodrich, Mount Morris, North Branch, Ortonville-Brandon. That's a tough district.
1: It's a tough district. Let them go beat up on each other. And then looking and then at we'll who
2: see. they would meet in the regional final, either New Haven or
1: Country Day probably. So We'll, we'll just see.
2: And again, New, ha-
1: New Haven isn't – I mean, New Haven isn't a, a yeah. great player, but they're not what they once were. No. And I don't know what Country Day is. That's a
2: brand name. Um, I don't even know if they have a regional site yet. So that, that could make a big difference if CrossLex can somehow finagle their way to host the regional, which, by the way,
1: their gym is nice enough to do that. Um, that, that that would go a long all way. All those gyms up there are nice. CrossLex gym, Yale's gym is really nice. MLA City has a beautiful uh, gym. Mm-hmm. They're all kind of built around similar designs. Yeah. Um, so. So, but yeah, anyway, great win for cause. You know, it's rare, as good as Soper and Johnson is. If you go through their games and what are they now? Eleven and zero. Eleven and zero. Yeah, if you go through their eleven games, there haven't been that many this year where they've been one two in scoring for the Pioneers this year.
2: No, because they know how to default to someone else if they need to, and I think that's just a reason why they're good. By the way, they were one two against Linden twenty for Soper, eighteen for Johnson, but the rest of the team combined. Had 15.
1: That's, that's tough to do, but hey, your star players played like stars. And here's the other thing, and I realized the night before they were playing North Branch, mm-hmm. who is a much weaker opponent, but they were playing back-to-backs. So, and, and less than 24 hours because they played an early game mm-hmm. on Saturday, but they had beaten North Branch on Friday 63-26 to with uh, Johnson scoring 13 in that game. Townsend 12 and Kolakovich 11. So they, they kind of they spread it around that day and they gave minutes to everybody knowing they had the Linden game the next mm-hmm. day. Steven Soule got his first points of the season. Yep. Um,
2: and so, all right, where do you want to go next? Cause- well,
1: I just, uh, real quick, um, on Friday, Armada was supposed to play Richmond. Richmond had to cancel. Armada picked up a game with Dryden and won 68-45. to Connor McKenzie with 20 points in that one. Um, Josh Bowman and Alec Albrecht had 10 each. Uh, Genesee beat uh, Deckerville. That was the other boys game from Friday, 63-48. We had more boys games on Saturday, uh, including uh, St. Clair, who played uh, Southlake tough, 61-57. Southlake wins that one by four. Imlay City bounced back. Score 71 on KPAC, 71-43. Parker Lewis, 15. Raymond Lua, 11. And Will Tolley with 11. Um, The Leskowski boys led KPAC, 16 for Danny and 13 for Ben. Lampfear over Anchor Bay. Anchor Bay played Lampfear tough, 62-59. And Marlette beat Memphis, 43-38 was the final in that one. Uh, Girls, just one game Saturday. Sandusky beat Mayville, 64-18. Uh, and on Friday, we had a lot of girls' action, including the game that I saw as uh, pH took on uh, Gross Point uh, North. Let me just take a real quick look here. Yeah, we've got time. Uh, let, let's uh, Let's talk about the girls basketball. So this game was basically for the Mac Red co-championship is, is the way. What Gross Point North was doing was to put themselves in a position where they could be the only champ in the league. And what pH was doing, was trying to create a three-way tie for the title. And this game comes down to one quarter of basketball, and that was the third quarter. Because it was 9-8 to eight in the first. Big Reds outscored them 7-3 to three in the second, so it's 15-12 pH at the half. The fourth quarter was 16-15. to 15. So this was a two-point basketball game in three
2: quarters, and a rough and tough basketball yes. game to a very grinded out. I was able to listen to it because it was a five thirty tip on my way to my game, and it just sounded like neither team could get into a rhythm, and that's kind of how Gross Point uh, North plays. But that was
1: because the pressure defense, mm-hmm. like it, it was like watching two beehives swarm each other. Whoever had the basketball had to deal with two, sometimes three defenders at them immediately, everybody swatting at the ball. Um, If for a second you weren't focused, like you were looking, oh, I want to pass over there. While you're looking away, somebody was taking the ball out of your hands. We must have had, not exaggerating, 25 jump balls. Jeez. It It was a rugby match, more than a basketball game. But PH could only score two points in the third quarter they got outscored 11-2 to in the third quarter and that's where the game got away from them um it, it was it was really a physical game julia gilbert had 11 points morgan james had eight uh jocelyn williams had six madison lanshoot had five but it, they were all qu- like kind of quiet points um if you could break the pressure you could get an easy basket but the fact that they only scored 32 points and 15 of them came in the fourth quarter. Okay, we had 40 points total through three quarters and scored 31 points in the fourth quarter mostly because there were a lot of free throws in the fourth quarter because there were a lot of fouls in this uh, game. And uh, really, it it was one player shot well the entire ball game, and that was North's uh, Annabelle uh, Erreldt who scored 19 points and made four three-pointers? Um, nobody else for them had more than five points until uh, Madeline Kohler made the last six points of the game on free throws to finish with 11.
2: Yeah, it's a. I don't. I don't want to say disappointing because if you tell me well, Port Huron goes to the Mac Red, loses Emma Trombley for essentially what was what all but half a game of their MAC Red season, because they lost it against Northern, right? And that yep. was their opener in conference play. So you, I tell you, you get one half of Emma Trombley, and you're up in the MAC Red, and, they have a, and I tell you they have a chance in the fourth quarter to split a league title. With a
1: minute to go, they were up 30-29. to 29.
2: Yes. So they're winning in the final minute, to which what would essentially give them a share of the MAC Red title you would take that at the beginning of the year. But just the way how they were playing, you, you, we get greedy, I think, sometimes. And they were playing so well. And players like Joslyn Williams, Morgan James, showing up, uh, Maya Jacobs, becoming these players that they needed them to be without Emma Trombley, you, you thought they could and maybe should have done it.
1: Well, again, you have to respect the other team. There's a reason mm-hmm. Gross Point North is at the top. Mm-hmm. It's because one team has beaten them all year, Gross Point South, and they split with them. Right. And, but, I mean, again, if Emma Trombley's there and she just scores eight points, Big Reds win. Right. Woulda, shoulda, coulda, but, I mean, don't write off the Big Reds because they didn't win this game and, you know, also don't disrespect Gross Point North. Pretty good basketball team. Right,
2: and again – I said it about Marysville. I said it about Crosslex earlier, and I'll say it about Port Huron High. You win a district. You win a regional. Does anyone really remember that they didn't win the MAC Red if they have a regional championship, if they're playing for a quarterfinal? Does anyone really remember that?
1: I mean, I know the hope is higher, Mm -hmm. but I'm just saying you win a district because how long has it been since the Port Huron girls have won a district? And their district might be the toughest in the state. Yeah. So, I mean – it's a big deal, just to get to Regis. right? And then for me, anything and everything that they would do after that is just piling it on, which I think they, I, you, you have. I mean, we're talking about with
2: Lons Cruz North, their girls. That's a quarterfinal quality matchup. If Port here on high and Lons Cruz were to play each other, and
1: you might get that <laughs> a Tuesday st- or a Monday district game. And the Big red should have Emma Trombley in place by then. I hope. And, and again, as, as good as Emma Trombley is, I just look at her as another cog to their machine. Mm-hmm. Like, I just put her in there, and it just gives them another good player. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you want to take a
2: break. I'll talk about the game I saw on Friday. Then we can get into a little hockey action. Okay,
1: we can do that. I'm, I'm down with that
2: and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marys Goodyear, where your satisfaction
0: is our guarantee. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: And uh, you were at uh, the Northern-Eisenhower game on uh, Friday while I did the uh, Big Reds-Gross Point-North game. Yeah, Northern, after losing to Eisenhower at home on the road, got a
2: got a nice win down at Ike. Camille Keys had 10, Ali Shagney with 9, Jersey McGregor and Zoe Clink each had 8. Um, Northern just got out to a lead, and Eisenhower tried to come back. I think they got it within, or they might have taken the lead at the start of the fourth quarter. I'll have to go back and look I know they hit a three but that was like all they really did um because Northern uh was up 20 to 9 at the end of excuse me at halftime and then Ike Day. they did tie it up at the end of three they hit a three to start and then I think it was oh who was it for Northern it's uh, you do so many games so quickly um I think it was Abby Lanshoot her only three of the night that goes down it drains it, and then they just keep him at an arm's length the whole time. Didn't really have to worry about him, and yeah, good win on the road for a Northern team that's been struggling to get a big win. Back to back wins against Dakota and Ike. It's that's a nice
1: way to finish off the week for the Huskies. Yeah, absolutely. Uh New Haven beat East Point 44 35. Elmont over Yale 34 to 22. Anchor Bay beat Stevenson 46 to 38. Don't sleep on that Anchor Bay team, Brady. Uh, they're good. Uh, I'm our, not. <laughs> our Maynard beat uh, Richmond 60-21. I am just wide a, awake on the Taurus. I'm just giving you a hard time. Uh, and don't sleep on the Harbor Beach girls. Look what they did to Sandusky on Friday. 41-24. Maddie Geiger with 15 points uh, for the beach. Uh, Allie uh, Giebord had uh, 8 points to lead Sandusky. And Brown City got a win over Memphis 36-21 to uh, 21 on uh, Friday as well. Lots of Hockey. Seems it like, seems like there's six hockey games every day. Yeah, um, on Friday, uh, Anchor Bay. Anchor Bay is all of a sudden like a defensive juggernaut. They're they're, they're slamming the door on uh, teams because they don't score much. They they beat the Big Reds five to nothing. That's like a uh, a big lopsided win for them because most of their games are very low scoring and decided by one goal. But uh, don't sleep on that Anchor Bay team. <laughs> Anyway, you had some sat- who on Saturday went up to Sandusky and put it to Thumb Legion in a doubleheader, five to one and five. They to two. have their system and they
2: do what they do. They take advantage of your mistakes and they smother you defensively.
1: Braden Turner had at least two goals. He may have had more. Um, I had uh, kind of. Sp- jumbled information on this one other than Marysville beat Lapeer 8 yeah. nothing at Lapeer. Took care of business, but now you saw a pair of high-scoring
2: hockey games on uh, Saturday. These were fun. Yeah, I mean, you had what, combined, that's 10, 23 goals scored between two games.
1: Northern beat Dakota 6-5, to uh, and this one, Northern scored 42 seconds into the game, and then they scored again at 326, and at that point, I thought, okay, Northern's going to win this game 9 or 10 to nothing in two periods. This is a huge mismatch. And then all of a sudden, Dakota figured it out and got going. And all of a sudden, it was a 2-2 to game in the middle of the second period. And Northern never trailed in this game. But every time they got a lead, Dakota would fight back into the game. Um, and finally, Cam Barless' third goal of the night, seven minutes into the third period, stood up as the winner in a six five uh, husky victory. Barless had three goals and two assists and he wasn't even the story of the game because Logan O'Flanagan just continues to play hockey this year like it's a video game. Two goals and four assists. Oh, you they even scored have a hat trick? They scored six goals and he was in on all six. He took a night off, no hat trick? He has he has only they have only scored seven goals this season that he hasn't had a point on. <laughs> Stop and think about that. Only scored. seven goals the entire season that he hasn't either scored it or had an assist on it. He's got 22 goals this year. They've played 11 games? Yeah. Cam Barlas with a hat trick now has 12 goals in 10 games, and we're not even talking about Cam. He had five points. He's got 30 points this season, and we're not even talking about him because of what O'Flanagan is doing.
2: Yeah, that's, uh, that's what the Northern needs, and in- – I mean, you probably sh- you don't think it should have been as close as it was, but I mean, kid from Dakota, Ethan Julin, Julin had four points and a hat trick,
1: and uh, and their best player was Joe, uh, Joey Gavlinsky, who who had a goal and three assists in the game. He was just flying. He was flying, um, and it, it was it was a fun game. But no, I I do think most nights Northern is is four goals better than Dakota. But for whatever reason, D- Dakota was like an enigma to me because I was looking at what they do. They play one goal games. Half, uh, more than half of their games have been decided by one goal this Haven't year. Haven't
2: they only won like two games?
1: But but they're uh, they had three wins. But that was the thing. Uh, they were uh, like Anchor Bay, very low scoring games. I mean, they they have been involved in a one nothing game this year uh, and things like that. And then all of a sudden, because Friday they won eight to nothing, they beat Romeo. Romeo had had two shutouts in three games and won eight games this year. And Dakota, I don't think, had had a game where they scored more than four goals, and they get eight on Friday and five on Saturday. So they suddenly found some offense. Their problem was on Saturday. They couldn't stop Northern's big guns. Um, And then in my second game, just when I didn't think it could get any better, my second game, PH beats Utica 7-5, and these two teams just skated up and down the ice All game long, trading chances. There were over 70 shots on goal in this game. Um, The poor goalies. Charlie Goodme, four goals and two assists. He had a hat trick just in the third period. (laughs) Um, And in the first period of the game, he scored a shorthanded goal while his team was shorthanded five against three. You don't see that. Very often. How did it happen? What did he just get like in front of a pass and had a breakaway? He he took the puck away from uh, a, a kid in his own zone, and he skated down the ice one on one against the defender. And as he went to make his move, the defender like tried to spin to get better position, and he actually like ended up putting the puck past his goalie. His good me was flipping it, and the kid put his stick out and deflected it into the net. Uh, but, I mean, it was just the effort. He, he deserved the goal just based on the effort alone. Uh, and, yeah, he, he was a dominant player. Carson Brown is another guy that, again, we don't talk too much about. He's a good player for the Big Reds. They, they, their top line is good. Goodme, Brown, and Ethan White are good. Um, and Brown had two goals and an assist. Ethan White had three assists. Um, and then they've got a, their top. Pairing D is solid with uh, Duncan uh, McLeod and Cullen McLeod. And Duncan McLeod had a goal and an assist. He had a beautiful goal to open the scoring early mm-hmm. in the game. He, he moved in off the point. Like smart, smart hockey. Defenseman sneaking down to the hash marks. Good me found him and he picked the top corner over the goalie's glove. Perfect shot. You couldn't walk up there and stick the puck into the net in a better spot. Um, you know, so it, it was just a fun game with a lot of great uh, offense. Um, I'm going to say this about Utica, who uh, ever did their roster. They need to be taken out back behind the woodshed and, and have bad things done to them. What was their roster like? Okay, it was not alphabetical, nor was it numerical. It was just, um, what number is Smith? Eight? Okay. What number is Martinez? Oh, 54? Okay. What number is Beeden? Oh, he's 20? Okay. It was just, there was no order. There, there, there are like 26 names in no order at all. It wasn't by position, wasn't by, and, oh, we thought Anchor Bay's
2: basketball roster was bad
1: anchor based basketball ro- roster for the varsity is bad yes because with the, 28 kids it's on it varsity and jv combined yeah anyway but the the utica roster was absolutely shameful and i'll never forgive them for it and i'll always root against them from now on i do appreciate teams <laughs> that do have good rosters just
2: saint Clair, cross like northern it, it should be just
1: done in numerical order every yes. roster should be in numerical order from the lowest number to the highest number, that's the easiest for us you know to pick up. Know it throws me off, and I Who's understand
2: who? why they do it, and they do it more in football when they put like the captains at the top.
1: Don't want that either. No, I don't you, either. You, you want to know what? You want to know what I don't mention during a broadcast is who the captain is. I don't. Yeah. Doesn't come up, not an important statistic.
2: Because, like, I'll see a number and real quick. Oh, crap, who's that? Okay, 75, 73, 74, 73. Where's 75? Where's 75? Oh, it's at the top because they're a captain.
4: Well, anyway.
1: When, when, when you're just trying to find the number. Because mm-hmm. you, you've never seen Utica. It's the second game of your double header. And you had to go down between games to get a roster so you don't get to watch warm-ups anyways. So you've never seen this team. And you don't know who anybody is, and then they hand you a jumbled pile of mess like like I was handed, and you're looking down to see who number 75 is, and by the time you found his number and identified his name, three other kids have touched the puck and a goal has been scored, and you've got no idea what's happened. Very frustrating. It is. Trying to do a professional job, trying to make the game sound nice and you're making it impossible for me to make the game sound nice, I get a little aggravated. Yes, you do. I'm selfish that way. I'm sorry. Yes. But so I want our, the listeners who come to our site to enjoy the experience, and they can't if I can't tell them what's going on. Yeah. And I've been doing it for 30 years, and I have a couple of awards, so I know I can tell them <laughs> what's going on if I'm allowed to.
2: Also, by the way, I, I, I since we're complaining about rosters,
1: don't you love when someone shows up with a number not on a roster? Oh, I hate that. I hate that. And you always – like, I look. Yeah. It's one of the things that I do, especially before a football game. I'm always looking and kind of checking to make sure everybody's there because you never know who's going to touch the ball or who's going mm-hmm. to make a play. And I try to figure that stuff out before – Yeah, I hate that last-minute stuff where – Somebody's not a, or somebody who is on the roster changes their number. Or like I figured out early that in hockey, Gavin Delong is wearing 21, even though he's listed on the roster as 27.: Right. Um,
2: you lost me. I, I had a thought that I lost that. No,
1: just about how they there's always a yeah. number that's not on the roster.: Yeah, that, that does drive me crazy. because inevitable oh, shooter
2: shirts should be required to have at least a number on it so i can at least check beforehand but yes. i know coaches would hate that cuz they want to keep their the names confidential until tip off
1: yeah which uh, uh, uh,
4: uh. Anyway. everybody
1: knows what you've got we live in an era where everybody can get a a film of your game uh, or go on the internet and, and look they have the system set up for that so you're not keeping any secrets and just 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 you you want us to give you coverage Make it easy for us to give you the coverage. All
2: right, enough complaining because <laughs> we do have
1: – It was Monday, and I hadn't really, like, complained enough.
2: We so. do have hockey drawings out for the regionals. Um, Port here on high – The did o- you were an artist. What? You said well, hockey, hockey drawings. Ah, uh, ha, ha, ha. It was so funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I needed some levity there because I was just complaining. You
2: were. <laughs> Port here on high, the only team in the area in Division One. They will open against Macomb, Dakota on March fifteenth. The winner of that game will play Lake Orion. On the other side of that bracket, if you're curious, you have Rochester Adams, Utica, and Lons-Cruz Unified. Unified Unified's a good team. Yeah. And
1: in Adams the, is usually solid. Lake Orion's usually decent.
2: Yeah, uh, Macomb, Dakota, if you're curious, three eight and one, but like you mentioned, a lot of one score games. Lake Orion sitting at eight and four. Uh Unified is nine and excuse me nine and
1: three. They're playing uh, Anchor Bay today. That would be an interesting game. That's over at uh, Suburban. Um, I think it's a six o'clock faceoff.
2: And in Division Two, uh, where most of our local teams reside. Marysville and Sandusky are the only pre-regional. Thumb games. Legion. Thumb Legion. I know the it state says calls because
1: that's where their home rink is. But they're the Thumb. they're the Legion of Doom, baby.
2: Thumb Legion and Marysville, which would be a really good playoff hockey game. They've already had two great games this year. Happens on March sixteenth. Um, that will be at Suburban, and then the winner of that takes on Northern. So uh, I don't think Northern's played either of those two teams. And I'm very curious to see. I think Northern would be the favorite, but I wouldn't be surprised if Mary Zola Sandusky pulled the upset. On the other side – I would
1: be surprised if they pulled the upset. I would not be surprised if they played Northern tough and had a good game with them. I would be surprised if Northern lost to either of those two teams. That's just my personal opinion, having seen the bulk of the hockey game so far.
2: You have. Um, Davison and Romeo, Romeo 8-3, and three, but you mentioned they got handed it got handed by uh, Dakota. They played Davidson on the other side. The winner of this region, though, um, takes on – brother. will likely take on Brother They're going to take on
1: Brother Rice. I look at that bracket.
2: Short of them getting quarantined. Yeah, Brother Rice
1: it. would have to get COVID to not win that regional. They shouldn't even bother the games are going to be they, – they play Chippewa Valley in the first game. Okay, Chippewa Valley's got eight kids. Brother Rice against eight kids – if they want to, if they want to, and they won't because they're classier than that. But if they want to, they could win that game in two periods, twenty to nothing. Period. End of conversation. Okay. So. They'll they'll take their eight nothing win and go home after two. But
2: speaking of brother ice, they played, uh Northern tomorrow. You'll have a few hockey games. Yeah. This week you're going to be at the rink a lot the next uh, couple of weeks. It's good for you. Builds character. It does. Um, But when we come back, I guess this week edition of the picks, now that we uh, had to reschedule everything, and I think we finally have our schedule set for this week, and as I say that, we'll upload this podcast, and then it will get flipped on its head.
1: Yes, which is what I'm not even going to go back and figure out what last week's records were, because half the games didn't get played. Right, so I'm just... at 810-364-8700 for all your real estate needs o'connor realty small enough to know you large enough to serve you hi chip mortimer here so much depends on your roof mortimer lumber proudly features the landmark series shingle from keyed roofing
2: and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700.
0: Marys or Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: All right, back with Dennis and Brady on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast. Let's do the picks. Let's do the picks, yes. And we will start
2: tonight, I believe, with all the quarantining still going on. And, um, well, honestly, a lot of teams will be out tomorrow. I know Marine City boys and girls will be good to go tomorrow. I think Marysville boys are good to go tomorrow. Either way, neither of those teams are playing tonight. Tonight, we'll start on stream one. Port here on high takes on Marysville in a rematch. Marsreville, as it's typed on the website. Oh, i right sorry. Now. Well, I just put that in. I real know quick. you did it quickly. <laughs> um, a rematch of a game that went down to the wire last time, Dennis. You can start us off this time. Does Port Huron pull it off again, or does Marysville get revenge?
1: Um, jeez, always oh, gotta. Go the tough ones with me first. You're such a coward. Uh, I'm gonna uh, ph one three to two the last time on the last second goal. Marysville wins a one goal game tonight.
2: Yeah, Marysville comes back, gets revenge. I don't see them uh, dropping a second one to Port Huron, but who knows? Uh, maybe Port Huron has the secret sauce to taking out Marysville. They did it once; they can do it before. In boys basketball, a slumping Northern boys team. Needs a win in the worst way as they host East Point, a team you saw play but you think played pretty poorly when you
1: saw it. Yeah, I think I saw East Point's worst effort. So I I, I believe both of these teams are better than what they've been playing lately. Um, But I'm going to go with my heart, and I'm going to say Northern needs a a big pick-me-up game, and they're going to get it uh, tonight. Um, Jamison and McNeil are going to be on. Um, Dabrowski uh, uh, and the boys, they're, they're going to pick up a win. I'm going to go Northern.
2: I agree with you. Northern didn't play Saturday when they were supposed to take on Port here on high. They got time to kind of rest. I know they've been a little banged up, but I think they come back and win uh, tonight against East Point. I'll be on the call on stream two. You'll be on the call stream one for Port here on high, and Marysville hockey. Tomorrow, you're doing another hockey game, Brother Rice at Northern. Um, I'll start it. Simply put, it's Brother Rice. I like Northern's a good team. I don't think they're good enough to beat Brother Rice. And if they are, then if they beat Brother Rice tonight, we can start talking tomorrow. Tomorrow, sorry, sorry, state title for Northern possibilities because that's going to be their biggest roadblock to get into the state finals.
1: Well, this is who they're going to have to play to uh, win in the quarterfinal. Yes, should so, they make it. There? Should, should, and I think I think they're the favorite to make it out of their think, region. I wouldn't disagree with that. Um, so Brother Rice would be the team that they'd have to go through in the uh, quarterfinals, yes. If the Huskies beat Brother Rice tomorrow night – That's going to turn my head because I think that that's an upset. Until you beat them, I've got to go with Brother Rice because they're just a powerhouse that always wins. And in Matt Gold action, hopefully this game actually
2: happens. Roseville travels to Marine City. Jeff Austin and the crew getting their first game uh, back from protocol. Dennis... Does Roseville beat Marine City, or do they come off the break and uh, get uh, get back on track?
1: There might be a little bit of rustiness uh, here, but Marine City girls are different at home. They're a better team. There's talent there. They've had stretches where they haven't shot well this season. But overall, I like this Marine City uh, team. uh, And Roseville, I don't think, is a real strong opponent. So I'm going to go Marine City. I'm going to go against you because Marine City's game is predicated on going
2: up and down the floor. Uh, Taking time off hurts that, and it hurts how you shoot. We've already seen them go into a slump once this year. It takes a little bit to get the legs back onto you. I don't know what Roseville's done, um, but I think it's going to be a tough night. First night back, no practices beforehand. I'm going to take the Panthers to come to Marine City and beat them. Uh, Again, you'll be at the Brother Ice Northern game on uh, Tuesday. I'll be at Roseville Marine City. The next night... The Marine City boys are back in action. You'll be down there as they take on Madison. Madison, not a bad team in the Max Silver Bronze. Uh, At least the boys will get at least one day of practice. Again, hopefully this game happens. Dennis, if it does, who wins?
1: Uh, I just think Madison is athletic, uh, and Marine City has struggled with big teams and athletic teams this year. The the Mariners play hard, but uh, they they have to keep games low scoring because they're not going to score 50 points on you. Um, and I think Madison is a team that can score 50 points. I'm going to go with Madison.
2: Yeah, they have a big guy that's, uh, that's f- very solid for them. Marine City struggled. Oh, me, I don't know what Connor Allum's status is. I don't know if it really matters. Give me Madison, too. And then I will be back up in cross Lex, a game that quietly, and we haven't really talked about it, could d- will decide the BWAC. Cross-Lex taking on Armada. Armada lost to them by 22 in the first round. Armada hasn't lost since. cross been battle-tested. I mean, I'm not picking against the Pioneers until they lose, but Armada's playing
1: for a league title on Wednesday. Can they pull it out? Um, I think that they'll play better than they did the first time because they, they kind of like, okay, we've experienced it so we can prepare for it. But in the end, until somebody beats cross I'm not picking against cross
2: You're right. And then a doubleheader for you on Thursday – uh, St. Clair Shores unified takes on Port here on unified and then Trenton takes on Northern. That's, those games are at four and six for you on Thursday at McMoran Arena. Dennis,
1: Port here on high. can they beat St. Clair Shores Unified? Um, I think so. I don't know anything about St. Clair Shores Unified, but I know that that top line for pH is good. And they've got a solid goalie in Elijah Jones. So I'm going to go with the home team there since I don't know much again about St. Clair Shores Unified. I'm going to go with the Big Reds to win that game. I'm going to flip a coin, and
2: I think the coin's going to come up St. Clair Shores Unified. I don't know much about them. I know Port Huron has struggled at times. It's hard for one line to carry you all the time. Just get, I, I don't really have a good reason. I'm going to take Unified.
1: I think PH is going to win that game. Trenton at Northern. Who wins? Oh, this is a tough call. Trenton is good. They are. They have to travel up to Northern, though. Northern's got the big line. Can Trenton stop the big line? That's, that's what you're here to tell us. Um, I'm going to go with uh, until you beat them, i got to pick Trenton.
2: All right. And I'll take the home team in this one. Northern, they have to play on home ice. I don't think Trenton's anything special. Northern's had success against them in the past. Give me
1: Northern. Oh, I, I think Trenton's solid. I will be at. I remember uh, a coach on uh, Daryl McCarroll's staff used to call Trenton the Russian Red Army. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll be.
2: I won't be far away. I'll be at Port here on High Ike coming on to take on the Port here on Girls. I'm taking the Port here on Girls. I saw Ike play. The Big Reds are better. Yeah,
1: the big reds are are better. I know they lost to Gross Point uh, North on Friday. That doesn't change my mind. The big red, the Lady Big Reds, are the number one team in the area in girls basketball. In a boys basketball, a pair of games on Friday
2: night. St. Clair goes to Anchor Bay. You'll see this game. Um, I'll go first. St. Clair has been getting better. I don't know how much better Anchor Bay's been getting. Saints get a, get a win on the
1: road. Yeah, th- this is. Um, this is the first one to 35 wins. St. Clair will get there first,
2: and then what I will call a slam dunk pick: Marysville is going to beat Claus, and I'll be on that game on stream two. Um, that's going to be senior night for Marysville, even though it won't be their last home game because of a rescheduled one. Marysville on Friday night beating Claus. Do you disagree?
1: No, everybody from the area is beating Claus, and, and Marysville's better than just about everybody, but Croslex.
2: And then the one game, or two games, excuse me, on Saturday, one got added at the last minute, it was, uh, uh, we have Selina at Northern, what was the other one, Marysville? Utica, Marysville Utica at playing at Marysville
1: at 11, who wins that one, and why? Uh, Marysville beats Utica, Utica doesn't play any defense, Marysville does, and Marysville can score.
2: You said it great. Give me Marysville. Celine at Northern. I know nothing about Celine. Do you know anything about Celine?
1: Uh, I don't know anything about Celine, but I know I've picked twice against the the Huskies, and I like them. Uh, they will beat Celine. Yeah, I'll agree with
2: you there. And then that's all the games for this week. So a lot of games this week. Again, Monday Port Huron. Uh, Port Huron at Marysville hockey. East Point at Northern Basketball. That's tonight. Both those games at 7. Tomorrow, Brother Rice at Northern. That puck drops at 5.30 on Stream 1. I will be at Marine City for Roseville uh, taking on the Mariner Girls on Wednesday. Dennis, you will be at Marine City. We'll switch spots. And you'll see Madison take on the Mariners. I will be up in Croslex for a BWAC title game between Armada and Croslex. Thursday, you have a doubleheader, St. Clair Shores Unified at Port Huron. And then Trenton at Northern, those games at 4 and 6, respectively, on Stream 1. On Stream 2, I will be at Port Huron High as Eisenhower takes on Becky Gilbert and the Port Huron High girls. Friday, a pair of boys games, St. Clair at Anchor Bay on Stream 1. Clawson at Marysville on Stream 2, both those games at 7. And then on 11 and 1 o'clock games on Saturday you have Utica Unified at Marysville and then Saline at Northern.
1: Trying to <laughs> fix that. The computer is acting funny.
2: I think I got it all out of my system. Is that everything? Uh, it seems to be everything. And then the next week, um, yeah, we'll, have, we'll start getting into regional play, so I don't know if we'll really be able to continue the picks because we won't know what Kings we're picking.
1: Well, too, uh, we also got what the, the MAC tournament coming up, and we don't yeah. really know the schedule for that yet either. No. No, we do not. I hate not having the schedule in advance. Yeah, so
2: it's we have a MAC tournament. Um, I'm sure there'll be a BWAC game in there. We might end up doing, and you'll have both boys and girls MAC crossover. I don't know what the format exactly is for the tournament. I think it's only two dates. Um, I know it's different this year, and everything's different. Yeah, this and year. then we'll have districts, and that's just going to be a crapshoot. Next Sunday, by the way, we get the the pairings for boys and girls basketball
1: so that will be a fun show and on wednesday 13 games this week and that's if there isn't like a basketball game that gets scheduled for saturday then we will have 14 games exactly
2: and on wednesday we'll have the draft we'll be back but this time we're doing the girls i think that one's gonna be i don't know if i can make it as clear cut
1: with my i guess tiers of players that i had for the boys draft and just for the record, uh, fantasy-wise, my team destroyed Brady's team this That's week. That's so. not, but it's ab- awesome. It's about I, I want, a I real- picked a better team. So uh, the, we'll end the show on that with uh, you folks uh, realizing that I picked the better team and that Brady's upset about that. Now who's Oscar the Grouch? Me. <laughs> I had to do an hour-long show <laughs> with you. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll talk to you later tonight, actually, uh, and then we'll do our next show on Wednesday.